friends. Welcome to the Lug Life Podcast. My name is Adam. My name is Sherry. Sherry Beth, what episode is this? 95. Five away from the big 100. Still trucking along. Still trucking along. This episode is all about trucks. We're going to rank our favorite <laughs> trucks. No? no? It's not about that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Although, honestly, that would be a great episode. Like the little kid in me who like used to love trucks, really excited if we ever do that episode. Yeah, Just huh? ranking trucks. Okay. It'd be a three-hour-long episode. <laughs> there are so many good trucks throughout history. Okay. No? That's not what we're talking about today, though. We're not. We are talking today about something <laughs> much more serious. Uh, so kind of scrolling through the calendar, looking at things that were coming up, things that were happening in our country, in our state, in our world, mm-hmm. and came across something um, for today, actually, mm-hmm. October 7th, that I thought was kind of interesting. And I thought, you know what? That would make a fun topic to talk about. Well, I don't know if it's fun, but it's an interesting topic. To it's talk an important about. topic. It's an important topic. Um, today... October 7th is National Forgiveness Day. Yeah. And so we thought, uh, what an interesting topic to talk about, uh, forgiveness. So we're going to tell you sort of our definition of forgiveness. Of forgiveness mm-hmm. um, is forgiving, forgiving and forgetting a thing? Is it even healthy? <laughs> uh, what has forgiveness looked like for us? Mm-hmm. We know when you talk about like the act of forgiveness, it signifies that it is something that it's an act. It takes action. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk all about that stuff. Just the, the forgiveness episode. Yes. Sherry's going to bring out a list of major offenses that I have done to her. <laughs> she has the top 10 sins that she's had to forgive me over. <laughs> Can you imagine if that was like, it's like the forgiveness episode is just like the airing of grievances. And now, buckle up, buttercup. It, buckle up, buttercup. And then at the end, it's just like, now, boom, you got to forgive me because today is National Forgiveness Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things that I thought was interesting, sort of as you dig into this whole Forgiveness Day idea, mm-hmm. uh, is that there are lots of different holidays that have to do with forgiveness. Yeah. So there's National Forgiveness Day, which is October 7th. There's Global Forgiveness Day, which is on July 7th. Uh-huh. And then there's International Forgiveness Day. I don't really understand the what? difference between global and international because I, I feel like that's same, same. Yeah, I was very confused by that. Uh-huh. Um, is the first Sunday in August. Which is, and I think it's interesting because that one um, was founded by the World Forgiveness Alliance. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, and here's my thing. Do you think in the offices of the World Forgiveness Alliance, <laughs> is there ever any like... Because think of grudges. all, yeah, ever any like <laughs> office grudges in like the World Forgiveness Alliance, or everybody's like, dang it, I work at the wrong place because I'm really ticked off at Jim, or and if, I have to forgive him. Yeah, well, yeah, or if you work there, is it just like I can eat anybody's lunch in the fridge? They gotta forgive me. <laughs> like, look where we work. Like, you gotta forgive me. Oh man, I don't know that I could work there. But then also, um, there's not just like international, global, national forgiveness day. Forgiveness, obviously, a main component of pretty much every world religion. Yep. And and so forgiveness days sort of exist in all of those. Yeah. Um, So we pulled up the Google and we asked, um, (laughs) so there is Yom Kippur, Mm -hmm. which is the Jewish celebration of atonement or forgiving. Yep. There is um, the first Sunday before Lent is called Forgiveness Sunday for Christians. You know what's interesting is that we have gone in our marriage to more modern, non-denominational kind of churches. Churches that don't typically follow um, like a liturgical calendar. Uh-huh. Uh, but we have observed Lent. We've observed Advent. Although I didn't know that the first Sunday before Lent 
was called Forgiveness Sunday. I didn't either, actually. Yeah, yep. I thought, when, I thought that was interesting. That I just learned. Indeed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and then the Muslim Day of Atonement is called Ashura. Yep. So forgiveness, something that not only important to people of religious and faith beliefs, but really, if you are a person that lives on the world, on the earth, who interacts at any point in your life with other humans, <laughs> you will have to deal with the topic of forgiveness. Correct, because humans in general suck. Wow, okay. <laughs> uh, or as we say in this house, the masses are asses. We do say that. Um, do you, okay, well, hold on. That's not really true, though. No, but I do think that because, I mean, it, humans yeah. are kind of hardwired to screw up. We offend each other all the time. Yes. It's like where two or more are gathered, someone spills the milk. And <laughs> like, if you gather people, if you do life with people, if your life bumps up, bumps up against other people, mm -hmm. there is going to be offense. There is going to be hurt. There's going to be pain. And there's going to be the need for forgiveness. Yes. No one gets away from this topic. Nobody can get away from it unless you just truly avoid every human ever. Which kind of. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't sound terrible, but it... <laughs> But that's also not how we're wired. We're wired for community. That, so in community, there are going to be offenses. There's going to be the need for forgiveness. So this is the kind of thing that I think that to me, forgiveness in some ways is like a spiritual discipline where you have to practice it to get good at it. Yes, it is actually an act. Yeah, it's the yeah. act of forgiveness. So I want to start with kind of the definition of forgiveness because forgiveness means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yep. And there are just lots of words and quotes and stuff that are um, thrown around culture about forgiveness. But just so you know, for the topic of this podcast, kind of the the baseline that Sherry and I are coming from, mm -hmm. um, our definition of forgiveness is choosing to not use an offense against somebody anymore. Yes. Um, and I'll unpack that here in a second. But there's a saying out there that's like, oh, just forgive and forget. We're going to talk a little bit later about how that's actually really unhealthy. Yeah. And uh, also not possible. And also not possible. And there's this saying, I know in religious circles, that it's like, oh, God, God forgets your sins. Mm -hmm. Right? He forgets your sins. First of all, I don't think that according to what scripture says about God, um, I don't understand how that is even possible. And right. I actually think that that is us trying to put like our human limitations on God. Mm -hmm. um, I think the reason I like our definition of I'm choosing to not use an offense against you. To me, if we're looking at our offenses to God, let's use the whole sin forgiveness kind of Christian worldview, right? Mm -hmm. I actually think it is far more compelling about God's love and grace and compassion for us. That he willingly chooses to not use things against us. Yeah. It's not the... Just, then to just, oops, I forgot. Oh, whoops, it's gone. It's like some sort of spiritual amnesia where, like, our sins. It's like, nope, I know what you did. I know the depths of hurt. I know the depths of pain, the depths of wrongs, all of those things. I know all of that stuff. And I'm going to choose to never use that against you again because I forgive you. That's far more compelling. My, are you? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And it's compelling in the whole religious God thing, but it's also really compelling in interpersonal relationships. Yep. Here's the reality. I remember almost every, at least major, time that Sherry has hurt me 
or wounded me or offended me. Mm-hmm. And you remember those about me as well. Yep. We haven't forgotten those. Mm-hmm. But when we go through the act, like when I come to you, I'm saying, I'm sorry, ask for forgiveness. When you do that kind of same thing for me, what we choose to do is to say, if I'm going to forgive Sherry, if Sherry's going to forgive me, then what that means is that I am no longer going to use this against her. Right. I don't get to pull that offense back out and use it as a weapon to hurt her. She doesn't get to pull that out and use it as a weapon to hurt me if she says, nope, I've forgiven you of that. Right. And so that's the baseline for us. When we talk about forgiveness, we haven't forgotten. Right. And I I don't think that it's actually possible to just forget. And let's talk a little bit about that. You know, small offenses here and there. Like, I'm not going to remember every single thing that that somebody has said Mm -hmm. or done to me. Um, I think it's, you know, it's the big ones or it's repeated. Or it's repeated. So, okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad because that's exactly where I want to get to get to going to. Get to going to? I don't know. Just go with me, Sherry. <laughs> um, just forgive my offense. My gram- <laughs> grammatical offenses, of which you have forgiven many. Mm-hmm. You can't those use them the, against those me. Those are the repeats. <laughs> can't use them against me. We just decided, d- described it. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so forgiving and forgetting is actually a really, really unhealthy thing. Right. Because one of the terms that we just talked about even before this episode is that forgiveness many times needs to come with strong boundaries. Yep. It, Meaning you do not forget. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. If there is somebody who is who is offending you or hurting you or wounding you in such a way that you need to forgive them and they are doing that repeatedly in the same ways and there is no attempt or desire to change, mm-hmm. um it's it's time to start putting up some 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 real firm boundaries. Yep. So, Sherry, what has forgiveness looked like for you? Tell me, um, Sherry Leg, because you have said on this podcast, on our vlogs, many times. Uh, I think about the door slam. I was just gonna say that. Yep. There is. It's it's a thing. You can Google it. The INFJ door slam. Oh, it's a thing. It is a thing. Um, and basically what that means is that for my personality type, I will give you so many chances and I feel like I'm a fairly forgiving person. I will probably give you more chances than you deserve, Yep. but there comes a time where I am done Mm -hmm. and that door will shut Mm -hmm. on our relationship. And that means that door does not open again. We are done. And, uh, for good or bad, I mean, I'm not saying that this is perfect and I'm not saying this necessarily a good thing, but I do think that. In some ways, it is healthy. If there is somebody that is repeatedly doing or saying or being um, in, an, in an offensive way to you, and you repeatedly have to forgive them for the same thing over and over and over, um, I think it is time to build a brick wall and be done. Yeah. Because um, I think that's not healthy for you. Honestly, it's not healthy for them. Um, it's not It's not healthy for anybody to be able to repeatedly hurt somebody with no consequences. Yeah. Um, and and I, it's definitely not healthy for the person that is being offended repeatedly. Yep. Um, needing to forgive the same person over and over and over for the same thing. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I do have a mental list in my head of people that I have done this door slam to in my life. And we are just done. So can we talk a little bit about this can we stay here for a minute yeah 
we didn't talk about this in advance. Um, <laughs> because what I want to talk about is this process of forgiving. Because that list of people in your head, mm-hmm. the door slam people, do you believe that you have forgiven them? Some probably not. Yeah. Um, I and think, I appreciate you being honest about that. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's some people that I... Should I see them again or should, you know, our paths cross again? Um, I would hold it against them. I would be like, Mm-mm. like, this is not okay. And yeah. I am not okay with you being near me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of where that door slam comes in. And I don't, I, again, I don't know that it's really healthy, but I think that that is for me the way that I can protect myself because mm-hmm. if they're going to repeatedly hurt me, um, the best thing I can do is close that door. Yeah. Do you think for you, because we forgive, we build a boundary, mm-hmm. we uh, do that in the best interest, both of them and ourselves. Right. Right. Um, it is not healthy to allow them to run wild in their unhealth or toxicity. Right. Um, do you believe, I'm thinking about the process and this doesn't happen with all of them. I would even say it happens with the minority. Where someone does genuinely change over time. Mm-hmm. Do you think that forgiveness for you would mean slamming the door and then with time, potentially with noticed change, opening the door slightly? With noticed change, but I do think that there would still be a pretty hard boundary. It was very healthy. Um, and I and I don't I don't think that I have ever I mean, I'm almost 42. I had to think about that. Um, I don't know that I have ever in my life, like, fully opened the door back up on somebody. Yeah. Um, if I have shut that door on yeah. a relationship. Now, I have cracked it open. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes to see maybe they've changed. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that there's, there's a part of... We're kind of getting a little bit off topic here, but I, I think that there's a part of like losing a relationship that there, you know, there's it's there's a grieving that happens because it's a loss of something that used to be important to you. Um, and so I, I do think that there are times where I will kind of crack that door open and just kind of be like, let's maybe maybe this person has changed. Um, I feel like often I'm like, whoop, nope. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, I think that there have been times that there has been some noticeable growing in both of us. Yep. And we can have some sort of relationship. But I think that um, it is still very limited and it's not what it was before. Yeah. And that to me is very healthy. I think the idea of, and I, I like the door slam illustration because it doesn't have to be the door is closed, the door is open. Right. There are times that I open the door and I peek mm-hmm. and I realize, nope. Close that door again. Close the door, close the door. Uh, sometimes you peek and it's like, wait, maybe it's okay. Mm-hmm. You open a little bit more, you open, you know what I mean? And yep. so it's not, it's actually really unhealthy to be like fully open or fully closed. Right. Um, so we've talked a little bit about the idea of forgiving and forgetting. Mm-hmm. We don't think that's possible. We don't think it's even healthy. No. Because forgiveness many, many times should come with boundaries. Um, but Sherry, forgiveness is the kind of thing that in a perfect world, the way that forgiveness would work would be that I offend you. Mm -hmm. I come to you and say, Sherry, I am 
so sorry for what I did. I want to ask for your forgiveness, mm-hmm. uh, right? Like I come to you for that. And then you get to make the decision to forgive me or not. Sometimes somebody offends you and they never come to you. In fact, a lot of times. A lot of times. And I mean, for either because they don't realize that they've offended you or because they don't care that they've offended you. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I don't. I don't think that you can ever just only ever forgive people if they come to you and ask for forgiveness. Because I think, realistically, that's going to happen a very small amount of the time. Yeah, and I think, so I want to spend a little bit of time kind of in this next little part talking about forgiveness and others, how that works. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I have seen, and I've seen this in leading people in organizations, I've seen this in our own friendships, uh, one of the best things to when it comes to forgiveness is to keep short accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot tell you how many, and what I mean by when I say sheep, keep sheep court accounts, <laughs> sheep court accounts. <laughs> this episode is about sheep. Oh, right. No. Um, and what I mean is that when there's an offense that happens, if somebody offends you, don't let that fester. Don't let that sit there. Don't let that just like take root and get worse. Mm-hmm. It is super awkward. And super uncomfortable, but it is so healthy to be able to go to somebody, for me to go to Sherry, and she may not know she offended me, she may know she offended me, and for me to be able to say, hey, um, the other day, what you said, I don't I don't believe that you meant this, I don't think you meant to hurt me, but like that really like cut me, that really hurt me mm-hmm. when you said that. And I may bring that to Sherry, and she's like, you know what? too bad. You need to get tough skin. Like just <laughs> learn to deal with it. First of all, if she responds that way or if somebody responds that way, that's very telling of them. Yes, there is a saying and I forget who said it, but when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Mhm. Um and and I think that that does go back to the repeat offending, but I also think that if you go to somebody and say, "Hey, this really hurt." Yeah. And they're just like, "Meh, whatever." Yeah, if they don't care if they tough don't it up. care about you enough to be concerned that they hurt you Mm -hmm. that's a concern that's a concern and that means that boundary needs to yeah be put in place at least at least means you need to ask the question be like huh like is somebody that would respond in that way to my pain somebody that i would want to have as close as maybe they are right uh for sure um the other thing is that it gives you the opportunity for sherry to say if i if i went to her in that situation for her to say uh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely did not mean to hurt you. I'm sorry. Here's, you know, maybe here's what I meant by that. Um, you know, but it gives the opportunity for this to be squashed. Right. But normally what happens is that that's such an awkward thing to do that I don't say anything and I think about it and I stew on it and I just marinate on that and it becomes this toxic mess inside me that like starts eating at me Mm-hmm. And if I just would have said something so early on and just addressed it head on, right, it wouldn't have been that big of a thing. It wouldn't have been that big of a deal. And if I said something, now we have the kind of relationship that I feel like it's less awkward going to each other. Totally. Um, but, you know, I do have relationships in my life where I don't have, like, I'm not as close to literally anybody else on the planet as I am to Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is kind of awkward. But I also think that, you know, especially for, like, people that you're close to, if you if they say something and you just let it fester, and they maybe didn't know that they said something that offended you, mm-hmm. um, and then they might say it again. 
Yep. Or they might say something else that also offends you. And if you don't address these, then again, it just sort of festers and it, you know, one offense can become 10 real quick. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this is the worst person ever, but they maybe didn't even realize that what they were saying was hurtful. Mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to kind of that interpersonal person to person, forgiveness is not in a perfect world. It's them coming to you, but forgiveness is more about me than it is about you. Right. It's very telling with what you do, but the act of forgiveness is on me, whether you come to me or not. Right. Because if I am the type of person who chooses to not forgive, that chooses to just live with unforgiveness in all sorts of relationships, mm-hmm. that completely affects me. Um, I mean, and there's lots of studies about this, like that. Uh, forgiveness can have positive effects on mental health, on physical health. It's been associated with lower levels of stress, anxiety, depression, uh, improved immune function, overall well-being. Like, mm-hmm. if I am the kind of person who forgives easily, it affects me. It affects your health in all aspects. The person who you haven't for- forgiven is probably out there, doesn't even know it. Doesn't know, doesn't care. Just going through life blindly <laughs> while right. you are hurting yourself by holding on to this. Right. Um, and I think of, I think for me, when somebody offends me and maybe it's somebody who I might not see again for a long, long time or somebody who I don't have the kind of relationship with that I could go to, I have to remind myself that forgiveness is about me, not about them. Yeah. Sometimes in the act of forgiveness, there is this concept of like reconciliation where you may come to me later on and say, Hey, like, uh, I, I realized that what I said to you 10 years ago may have pissed you off. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we may work through that. I'd be like, Oh, I actually, yeah, that did piss me off. And I actually forgave you years and years ago about that. Right. And then we get to work on reconciling and rebuilding. But for me, I have to make the choice. Even if you, a couple things, even if you don't ever come to me, or even if you don't care that you hurt me, <laughs> right. I still have to choose to forgive you. Because if I don't, I'm negatively affecting myself. Right. And, I mean, just from a faith standpoint, like like our faith calls us to forgive like as God has forgiven us. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is like, we were forgiven of everything way before we asked. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like I don't have to go to ask forgiveness for every single screw up that I do, of which there are many. Right. Right. We believe that it was all taken care of at once. And so I think it's important to remember that forgiveness is not about the other person owning their offense and justice being served. Right. Forgiveness is about me choosing to not use an act against you, which frees it unleashes chains on myself. Right. Yep. I mean, some of the, in the work that I've, I've done, some of the people that have been the most bitter and cynical and tied up and just, uh, I, I, I think bitter and cynical are the two right words, mm-hmm. have been people who just absolutely live with unforgiveness in so many situations. Yep. But here's the problem is that, and it goes back to what we started talking about with this podcast, too often in this world... The term forgiveness means that you blindly then enter into a situation or a relationship or an encounter that would harm you again. Right. Forgiveness with boundaries. 
Right. And it, it, again, like it's really not a forgive and forget kind of thing. And I really don't think that that's healthy. No. I think that forgiveness with boundaries. And now those boundaries can be very light. Yeah. Um, they can just be like, you know, if somebody says something hurtful, hey, I would appreciate if you don't say that again. Yeah. And that person can choose to say it again or not. Well. Um, and that's that can be a boundary. And then if they cross that line again, maybe that boundary gets a little harder. Yeah. And that's the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation or reconciliation could be even like the process of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, forgiveness is that personal choice where reconciliation involves like the rebuilding of trust, like the restoring of damaged relationship, which isn't always possible and isn't always advisable. Like That's not right. always a good idea. Not always a good idea. Right. Completely. And so forgiveness, always a good idea reconciliation or no boundaries many times a very very bad idea yep yeah um yeah and i just love that like the idea like emotional freedom that when i forgive somebody else i free myself of chains Mm -hmm. not just not just freeing them as well like there's something that i let go of too yep yep sherry beth other things when it comes to forgiveness things that have helped you when you need to forgive somebody um, is that a natural reaction for you? Do you think that you forgive well? Is it a process? Um, I don't know. I, I do feel like I probably give people more chances to hurt me than they should, um, or that I should give them. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I am great at actually forgiving. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm just bad at boundaries. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that I, I kind of, I'm not good at forgiving. I think that I am naturally a grudge holder. Okay. Um, and I think part of that is the way that my brain works and retains information huh. um, and retains offenses. Um, I, I hold on to things. Now I will. Do you think you like keep a, you keep a scorecard of rights and wrongs? I kind of do. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's mental. And I, and I, I don't know. I, I do feel like I'm just, I'm not really good at forgiving people, but I think I'm also just not good at boundaries. And so, mm. um, it's not so much that I forgive people easily. I think that I just let them walk all over me more than I should. And then I'm done. and so i'm really not good at like small boundaries i'm good at like push 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 and we're done you are good at the door slam you're not good at the peak no interesting yeah yeah (laughs) i think i do think that i've seen that with you um i think that it helps though that in a lot of relationships you and i kind of do this as a team yeah. Right? It's like with offenses, like we talk about that stuff. How should I do? What should my response be? All that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And so we sort of get to help balance each other out a little bit. Yeah. Um, because I think for me, it's interesting because I will hold an offense much longer if it's somebody who hurt a friend of mine or you. <laughs> somebody hurts me. I'm pretty quick to forgive and to give other chances and to move on. I think I'm actually, I'm much better with boundaries than I used to be. That's for sure. Uh, but I struggle with this when it comes to other people who I've seen get hurt. I am a avenge my friends and family's <laughs> wrongs to the death kind of guy. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and I think that's, I think part of the reason for us is that we are both big justice people. Yeah. Like it, even in, even in the work that I do, like working in the human trafficking thing, we always <laughs> joke that it's like, there's a reason we don't keep weapons in our office because like we would just go annihilate. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, we would just like our team, like to do the work, you have to have like a very, we call it like a very big justice bone. Mm-hmm. And I think both you and I are very much that way. Yeah. And so when we see wrongs, it like that the hairs on the back of our neck stand up. Yeah. And we just get My very... claws come out. Complete claws come out, yeah. Yep. It's like the yep. protection sort of thing. But I'm not great with that with me. Yeah. Because I will let people walk all over me. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. That we'll be so good at that, um, at the boundary element. Uh, when it comes to using or n- the choice to not use an offense against somebody, mm-hmm. anything that has helped you with that, are there any like, I don't know, any acts or rhythms or practices to help um i think i don't know i'm really i'm just really bad at like the practices and rhythms okay. <laughs> in, in general i think for me it's it's a it's a thought process so um and i think that it fully depends on how close i am to the person yeah so for like you um i value our relationship um, above just about anything else. And so I will choose to not let something fester in our relationship um, because I care so much about it. And then, you know, people that are like just just outside you and I, um, if we do like rings of circles, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have a smaller group of people that are kind of directly around. Um, I will... Again, I care about those relationships and I will choose to forgive faster um, and choose to not hold things against people um, because I care about those relationships. The farther out you get, um, the harder, the more I'm probably going to hold on to a grudge. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I'm the same way. Really? Partly because the farther out you get, the less I start to care. Well, I think, yeah, I think there is that too. I th- but I think it also depends on the on the size of the offense. But I also think that based on where you're at in these circles, um, that like somebody can say something to me that's like way far out and somebody close to me can say the exact same thing and it's going to hurt more from the person close to me. Oh, 100%. Um, but again, I care about that relationship more yeah. as well. And so I'm going to I'm gonna fight harder for that relationship. That's the reason that relationships, and I, we are getting off topic, but that's the reason that relationships can be so scary is that in order to let you close enough to love me, I have to let you close enough to see me, which means I have to let you close enough to hurt me. Yeah. The reality is, is that you could hurt me more than anyone in this entire world. Yep. And I could hurt you more than anyone in this entire world. With a word. Because mm-hmm. we have allowed each other that level of closeness. Yeah. And you know? I, I know what to say to hurt you. Oh, 100%. Because mm-hmm. we know each other. Because like, I know your weaknesses. I know your insecurities. And I could speak into that real quick. Completely. Yep. And vice versa. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where, in some ways, like, if that happened, forgiveness... Because the offense is so deep, forgiveness becomes even more challenging. Yeah. Like choosing to not use that against you would be difficult, right? It's like a, it's like, to me, it would be like a willing choice because it would always be in the back of my head. Yeah. It's kind of like that constant reminder. I think for me, some of the things that help, um, number one goes back to the whole short accounts thing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and even like asking yourself, just having the, the personal awareness, is there somebody who like I may have offended? Like, is there, you know what I mean? Is there yeah. somebody that I may have offended recently? Or if somebody's offended me, um, have like, am I willing to go to them? Have I forgiven them? Or am I just growing in bitterness and becoming like a a cynical jerk Mm -hmm. and so just kind of thinking about those things the other thing that does really help me because sometimes i can get just pissed off and cynical and i do remind myself and this is helpful for me going back to the whole religion thing i do remember how much of an asshole that i was (laughs) and then i i think about the absolute pursuit of me by god and complete and total forgiveness of me Mm -hmm. um even at my very worst and that actually helps me forgive others because i remember how horrible i was (laughs) you know and it's like there's an element that it's like i hold the mirror up to myself and i'm reminded of what i looked like right and that helps me um not focus on the ugly in other people as much yeah um yeah i think that forgiveness is one of those things that is easy to say it's easy to say oh i forgive you Mm -hmm. i forgive you but the true test of forgiveness is the next time you want to pick up that offense and hurt somebody with it right the next time you want to use that against them um if you've really forgiven them you won't do that you won't do that um one of the things that we wanted to touch on um and we didn't is this idea of a forgiveness day yeah um i don't like that and okay. I think that we talked about this in a previous podcast or vlog or something, um, just the idea of like the Thanksgiving day or mm-hmm. Thanksgiving month um, that I personally kind of feel like you should be thankful all the time uh-huh. um, and be focusing on the things that you're thankful for all the time, not just one month of the year. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's the same with forgiveness. I think that it's a daily choice to not hold somebody's offense against them. Oh, without a doubt. And I I don't think that there needs to be a day for it. I don't think that there should be a day for it. Hmm. Um, I, I think that it should be a daily practice. I think, yes, sort of, is what I will, as far as like how I agree with that. Because I view it the exact same as Thanksgiving. I have no problem. I love Thanksgiving. I think it's great that we have a day when collectively as the world... Well, okay, America, um, <laughs> our world, um, gets to focus and be thankful. Like, I don't mind that there's a day when we hyper-focus on something like that that I think is important. Now, if Thanksgiving is the only day of the year you're thankful, <laughs> you've probably got some work to do. Right, or if just the month of November is the only time you ever sit down and think about things that you're thankful for. That's right. Whereas if International Global or National Forgiveness Day is the one day a year you're going to forgive people... The other 364 days of the year, you are going to be a truly miserable person mm-hmm. because you are holding on to so much unforgiveness, mm-hmm. which is just eating away at you. Yeah. And so for me, I don't mind that we have these day or these remind these day reminders of the importance of forgiveness, but it's important that we don't let it just be that. I would yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's important that we don't let if it. that yeah just don't let that be the only time that you think about forgiving somebody yeah and i think that it's i just think it's important that forgiveness and this is the thing is that forgiveness is more about me than it is about them mm-hmm. it is 
I'm laying down the chains of the offense that would weigh me down. Because yeah. when I, I tell you, for me, when somebody offends me and I don't choose forgiveness and I'm carrying that with me, I know the weight that I have. Like, I just, I feel worse. I, um, I am just grumpier. I'm in a worse mood. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All of those things, because I'm holding on to something that I'm designed to let go of. Yeah. And so, uh, forgiveness is that choice I'm making for my own well-being. It's not about condoning the wrongdoing of another person, but it's about finding peace and healing. And so when I forgive somebody, I'm not saying that what you did was okay. Right. I'm saying that I'm no longer going to let that offense tie me up. Mm -hmm. I'm forgiving you, but a boundary may be coming. Right. (laughs) Because, Because it's not okay. Because it's not okay. Right. That's right. Forgiveness isn't saying that what you did was okay or what you did was fine. Forgiveness is me not letting you control me with that offense. Yep. But a boundary may be coming. But a boundary may be coming. I do want to also talk for a second about... About trucks. About self-forgiveness. Okay. <laughs> this, this could be a whole other podcast of its own, but let's talk it about it. It probably could be. So um, I am really bad at this too. Okay. And again, it's because I'm an overthinker and I'm an overprocessor and I'm an overanalyzer and I am an internal processor. And so I think everything through. Can confirm. Can confirm. Um, And so when I offend somebody, Mm -hmm. I probably beat myself up about it more than they do. Interesting. Um, I hold myself to a higher standard than they probably hold me to. Yep. Um, And if I've offended somebody, if I've offended myself, (laughs) um, if I've done something, I don't know, like, I'm, I think that self-forgiveness is harder. I think one of the reasons that self-forgiveness is so hard, and I'm, I'm the same way, like, I will, I'm go like, ahead. If, if you're a self-aware person. <laughs> okay, yes. I just want to throw that in there. Oh, well, um, If geez. you are a self-aware person, I think self-forgiveness is harder. One of the reasons that self-forgiveness is so hard for me and that I will, I will use many offenses against myself. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. many, many, many. And beat myself up. Partly, it's because I can't believe I did that. I knew better. What was I thinking? I, you know what I mean? Like I will just play the movie of a lot of times that will feed into all of my insecurities, mm-hmm. all of the like, well, this is why people don't like me a hundred percent. Like, it, that's, <laughs> And they shouldn't. That's the thing is that it will, it will like stoke the fires that already burn within you that are unhealthy. Yeah. Like it's like throwing gasoline on that stuff. Yeah. Self-forgiveness is really hard. And honestly, self-forgiveness could be really an entire podcast series of its own. <laughs> um, but I think that, I think it's important to remember that self-forgiveness, and this it's the exact same thing though, is that if I'm choosing to not forgive myself, what I am doing is I am continuing to carry a weight and pick up these chains that will only weigh me down and cause me harm. Yeah. Like self-forgiveness in some ways, maybe even heavier. Um, it is about living a lighter, freer life when I'm laying down things that I don't need to carry. Yeah. And so 
the offenses that I have done to others that I beat myself up about. I need to have as much grace with myself as I would tell you to have with yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that's so hard. Is like, are you kidding me? If I knew you were beating yourself up about, up about something, I would give you a hundred reasons that you're the most amazing and you're wonderful and you don't need to do that and you need to let that down. And like, I just, I would just completely tell you how, oh, don't like, just forgive yourself. You don't need to do that. Right. But if I did the exact same thing and I was beating myself up, <laughs> I wouldn't tell myself those same things. No, I'm spiraling. Oh, instantly. Hard, instantly. Yep. That's exactly right. When I need, like, I'll tell you that all day long, but I won't tell me that. Nope. Um, but yeah. I, so I, I, I don't know. I do think that it's, gosh, self-forgiveness. Yeah. It's hard. Self-forgiveness is hard. And I just think that I just have this illustration in my, in my mind, this picture in my mind about like every offense, whether it's of self or of other people. We're just like carrying these chains around Mm -hmm. and every offense, like a new chain is like piled on us. And eventually like we're just crushed under the weight of not forgiving ourselves or others. Mm -hmm. Or the other option is to go through the process of forgiveness, lay that down, choose to not beat them with that chain or choose to not beat myself (laughs) with that chain. Mm -hmm. Right. And then build healthy boundaries. Yeah. Shut some doors if you're like you. <laughs> Slam some doors. Slam a few doors. Or just mm-hmm. like build a little wall or whatever the boundary needs to happen. Because mm-hmm. remember, forgiveness isn't about justifying the offense. It's not saying what you did to me is okay. It's not saying what I do to myself is okay. Mm-hmm. It's saying that I'm not going to let it continue to affect me. And I'm not going to use this to beat you. But you may not be in my life anymore. Right. Right. But like, or like our friendship may change or this relationship may change. Or I, in light of the way you have offended me, changes may be a coming, as they say. (laughs) Yep. Sherry Beth, any other forgiveness thoughts? Oh, I don't know. We covered it pretty well. I think so. I think so too. I think this is one of those topics that we could just, I mean, even as we've been talking here, it's so interesting because this is like kind of the way it always works for me. Even as we've been talking, I'm thinking about some relationships and some people and some offenses where I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't, uh, like, I'm still holding on to that one. I'm still stewing. I'm still stewing. But also, I'll be honest, like, there's times when I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hold on this chain because next time you come around, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Well, okay, and, I, like, you're honestly, like, honestly, that's where I'm at. Yes. And I think that I don't, and I understand, like, that's not That's healthy. wrong, though. That's wrong. But I... Gosh, it's but we really do it. hard, it's, but it's really hard not to, mm-hmm. especially if it's a serious offense. Yep. Like, let me tell you, that door is good and slammed yeah. and will not open again. Yep. But should you come to the other side of that door, there will be a fist through the door into your throat. Oh my god! Like I, I don't like. I'm gonna use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna open that door again. But you will know that you are not forgiven yet. <laughs> so intense i know and i'm like i i realize that that's not healthy but i because because again that person probably doesn't even care here's the beautiful thing though they're not walking around thinking man oh i really i really should ask for forgiveness for this offense no that's the thing care you're the one who's carrying the weight i'm the one that's holding on to that i know and that's i that's why i realize that it's not healthy but i think but i also am not good at just being like well all right but I think it's also, what I do think is healthy is looking at something like forgiveness and saying, you know what? Here's what I believe. Here's what I think it is. 
here's times that I've done it well. Oh, also, by the way, I'm still kind of not great at this. I'm still really, really bad at it. You know, I think that so much <laughs> of life is about holding up a mirror to ourselves yeah. and being honest about what we see, you yeah. know, and not being like, oh, it's fine. I'm fine. Like, I'm really great at this. I'm perfect at this. I forgive everybody all the time. Are you kidding me? I walk around light as a feather. I don't hold any grudges. <laughs> but I think it's I think it's good to say, number one, uh, I want to be better at this. I really do. Like, my desire is to be a more forgiving uh, person who is more, like, extending grace to other people. A person who is better at boundaries when people offend me. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to be great at boundaries. Yeah. But it's like, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, holding on to the chain? Because you're going to get whipped as soon as you get close. <laughs> like, I'm about, to, I'm about to beat you with this chain. Don't you come close. Don't you come close. <laughs> like, I'm adding links to the chain so it reaches you farther. You will regret. You will regret. You know what I mean? So, yep, I don't yep. know. I, I appreciate how you and I act in forgiveness with each other. I think that we do this well. Mm-hmm. We don't do it perfectly by any means. No. Um, but I do think that one of the things that helps us do it well is the fact that we typically keep short accounts with each other. Mm-hmm. When something happens, we both are pretty good. I think both of us do this well. Go to each other and are like, nope, that wasn't okay. Yep. Like, hey, I didn't like this. Didn't like this. That hurt me. Don't do it again. Exactly. And, <laughs> and then we get to, like, interact around that. Yep. I think that that really helps us when it comes to forgiveness in our relationship. I also think that believing the best in people. Oh, my gosh. Um, And I know that we've talked about this in, like, relationship podcasts before. But believing the best in people, I don't believe that you will ever intend to say or do something that will wound me. Um. I, I, I don't I don't believe that about you. Yep. And so if you do something or say something that does hurt me, I think that a lot of times if I come to you and say, hey, that hurt, you either didn't realize that you said it or you meant something different. Yeah. And so we can discuss that and we can be like, oh, all right. Yep. <laughs> um, it, yeah. Well, that is such an important part. And it's an important part because it causes a question for me if if I'm going to use – I feel like I always use Justin Zachman as an example in this podcast. <laughs> Justin, I know you're listening. I'm sorry. You're just the first person that pops in my head because I think we're very similar. If Justin offended me, the first question, because of what you just said, and mm-hmm. you're exactly right, that I need to ask myself is, okay, like, man, Justin just said something that was, like, really hurtful. Uh I would say, okay, what do I know to be true about Justin? Mm-hmm. I know, like, Justin Zachman loves me. Mm-hmm. I know that Justin Zachman is a great friend who believes in me, who encourages me, who also challenges me. Like, there are lots of great things that I know about Justin. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, well, because of all those things that I know to be true about him, do I think that it was his intent to hurt me in this? Right. I don't. Probably not. Probably not. Right. So- now... Uh, I was sorry, I was going to say, now, if it's the kind of person where it's like, I don't think he meant to do that, um, and then that continues to happen, mm-hmm. this goes back to that quote you said earlier, like, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. If somebody continues to show you who they are, like, you know, don't always believe the best, but believe the best until they show you the worst, or right. until they show you the reality. Right. Believe the best of people, especially if you know them well. Yeah. Um. But also, like, if if you're constantly believing the best of people, but they're always showing you their worst, maybe believe that. Boom. And and maybe it's time to, for a boundary. 
Yep. Or a door slam. A boundary or a door <laughs> slam. And that's what I think that's what I think is just so great. Close relationships, again, um, just what do you know to be true about that person? Yeah. Right? Do you, it, is is this offense consistent with who you know them to be? Uh, if not, just like go to them with grace. Right. You know what I mean? Here's what you did. Here's what happened. Like Here's it, how I took this. Here's how I took this. Mm-hmm. Knowing that I don't believe you meant it this way because I know these things that are wonderfully true about you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's really good, Sherry Beth. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up before we ended it. Yeah. Um, you guys, we always end the podcast with like a question. <laughs> wanting to know a question. Um, I, I don't <laughs> I was gonna be like, in the comments below, tell me somebody you haven't forgiven. <laughs> Tag them. How how many words are we allowed? How long are these comments? How long is this list? Because <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I reached the end of YouTube. I reached um, the end. Oh, uh, but what I want to know is not like who or what the offense was but is there anything that helps you when it comes to forgiveness is there any forgiveness pro tips that maybe we missed that you have that you have uh that you have found helpful good practices good in the act of forgiveness Mm -hmm. and it is an act it's something that that takes effort something is a choice is a choice that takes action but remember it's a choice not to say that what you did was okay it's a choice that doesn't even really involve them. It is a choice uh, that I am not going to carry around the weight of that offense. I am letting this go, and I may be building a boundary. Mm-hmm. Friends, we love you guys so much. Yeah. And we will see you on the next <laughs> Lug Life Podcast. Bye. Bye.